Podcast. <laughs> so I was watching that um, Andy Kaufman, Jim Carrey thing the other night where he, he's basically being him through the whole making of Man of the Moon. And I thought oh, that would be quite interesting actually. Like, if you were like actors in your method acting in a film and you could like go about acting like somebody and get away with it because it was your job, who would you like to be? May it be Mr. Miyagi from. Karate Kid. But this is the, the thing on it. Look exactly like him. And I mean like stars in your eyes kind of prosthetics thing. Yeah. Come <laughs> out and be like, fuck me, he looks like Mr. Miyagi. But never actually, don't put the accent on. Don't actually, don't ever say anything from the film and just walk around. You Mr. Miyagi? Yep. <laughs> so just carry on with your life. Carry and on doing the it. shopping and that. Yeah. Because it's beyond method acting then, but to the point where you just... That's just fancy dress, eh? Permanently yeah. fancy dress. So you go about acting like you. Yeah. But dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do that anyway if you wanted. <laughs> it's An actor or somewhat famous, like, if it was a biopic, of, like, you know their personality or what they're famous for, not a particular character or film... What they were like, or what you've read about them, that kind of thing. Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> In Braveheart. <laughs> See, it's Mel Gibson, you not Will Oh, Wallace. so I'll get around like <laughs> just being Mel Gibson, or behaving yes. how is it how he's supposed to yeah, well, behave. Well, you know that Andy okay. Cow- Jim Carrey was like, did, you know, he wasn't like doing bits. It was like, oh, he he used to go about and play pranks on people and do shit like that. Or yeah. if it was. Somebody that was really fucking violent. <laughs> yeah, good fucking. I suppose Charles Bronson, that fucking Britain's most dangerous prisoner, has been banged up for 60 years. Isn't he dead? Nah, he's going to be released the next few years, I reckon. I reckon. Is he about like 80 years old or something? Like? Could be, probably in his 70s now. Well, just so you could like be Punch a proper cunt. fucking heads in. <laughs> and do loads of sit-ups. And stuff. Yeah, walk in the shop and just grab people around the fucking neck. With your moustache. I've done more porridge than Goldilocks, you fucking can't. <laughs> if you think I'm paying my TV licence, you can fuck off. Not from London, though, is he? He's from Luton. Is he? Yeah. Do me a Luton accent, pal, let's hear it. Hello, I'm Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. Hello, I'm Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> what is a Luton accent? just... I don't know what, similar it would it would be what we'd call a generic South, I suppose, yeah. wouldn't you? There, there's been a film made about him, hasn't there? Yeah, it's uh, Ed, Tom Hardy, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Ed, Ed oh, Hardy. Yeah, it's a close yeah, song, yeah. It just sounds like, I've, I've seen clips of it, I don't get the fucking fascination with him. I think he's good. I like him as Alfie Solomons, and he's good in Batman. Yeah, he's very good, but I just think the voices all sound not too dissimilar from each other. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Everything's a bit ragging from the back of the throat. Fucking Reg. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Ronnie and Reggie, the sound. I don't think Bane's that far away from fucking Reggie Cray. Yeah. And he ain't that far away. Reggie Cray that far away from Alfie Sullivan. Did Reggie sound like he got a pair of socks in his yeah. mouth, though, eh? Yeah. Or was he in the next room? So it's very different in The Revenant. But I think he, he studied the accent that much. It's his, like... Hard to understand as it would be if it was someone in those times who was proper 
really fucking ingrained in that thing. Not just an American accent, but proper fucking... Yeah. It's like, oh, fucking hell. So just don't put that much effort into it. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> That's it, like Barry Mullins with the fucking sort of thing. Oh, fucking man. I think I'd like to be in a biopic of Bernard Manning. You got that look about you? I do. <laughs> I do, do you think you do? I do, yeah. <laughs> ah, the but only like, I could just go about and be a right fucking offensive cunt. You couldn't give a and fuck? People, yeah, and people would laugh. Like, rather than go, oh, I'd be like, ha 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 ha. We remember that from the... That's the enemy's door. Fuck off, you Spanish cunt. <laughs> but what period... Would he be there? Because if you're doing a biopic, yeah, he's you can't... He's like Bowie, isn't he? He's had lots of different I was He's industrial period. Experimental stuff. <laughs> it could be the fucking last five years of his life where he's just sitting in his pants on a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would know he was Bernard Manning. That would just be Andy walking around in his pants. What a great film that would be. <laughs> <laughs> The last oh, we should sit in my living room in my pants and pretend I'm burning man in the last five years of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that every you can. Sunday. Yeah. Every you Sunday want everything, you. You can always get what you want. <laughs> you want fucking got it fucking all, aren't you? <laughs> sit around here like fucking burning man in his pants. Who, who, who else has been like a right fucking cunt? Prince, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Not like a right fucking cunt, but just completely unreasonable. <laughs> Was that Kevin Smith uh, interview when he's talking about uh, working with Prince and um, all the staff and all that, just saying like at four in the morning they need to go, oh, I want to make a music video and I want a, a camel. And but a like sunset. A, yeah. And really? Like, Is that you, true? Yeah, just you fucking, you know, he got famous really young, so, you know, his sense of normality was oh, okay. gone and... But I'm just going like we're in Minnesota, like snowing outside. How are we going to get a camel? And him not even <coughs> wanting to figure out the logistics of it, just going. Get me! A I've got this camel. idea. <laughs> get me a fucking camel. <laughs> yeah, can you not go back to bed and we'll have to talk about this in four hours' time? I cannot. <laughs> I want a camel. <laughs> what are you thinking, Pat? Christopher Lee, because that'd be fucking great. Because you'd just be like. You could, again, even though he's an actor, you could bring up loads of different fucking acting things. Like, very much like how Tom Hardy was doing the... Uh, oh my God. You could go, I'm going to be fucking Dracula today. I'm going to be fucking doing this. Or go, I'm going to do some death metal fucking album music. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. I don't yeah. know. Even met Tolkien. Is that right? Don't know. I think he met Tolkien back in like the the fifties and stuff like oh, that. Really? Oh, yeah. Is that right? Did he die then? No, he died in the seventies. I'm not going to ask him. Yeah, yeah, fucking fascinating guy. So Fuck that'd man. be ace. Plus, I'll be taller as well, which would be handy. <laughs> no. Well, what did you say, Peter Crouch? <laughs> I don't know what Peter Crouch does apart from play football and. Well, he's not into that now more. There you go. Does the robot and loads of banter on podcasts and says stuff like. Don't give me a, a too many beer, I'll get too drunk. And everyone goes, <laughs> <laughs> A personality with all, a footballer with half a personality. He's fucking legend. <laughs> and he walked out and I'll smoke the rest of his fag. Peter <laughs> <laughs> Crouch, legend. You wonder what, what's wrong with fucking comedy in this country. 
Peter fuck Crouch me. is put on telly and pushed across as the new fucking Bruce Forsyth. Fuck me. <laughs> Bruce Forsyth would be fucking tap dancing in his grave. <laughs> I was thinking if I could be, I'd like to put yeah, the film thing where walk around and be an, an act like anyone. Uh, Kenneth, Kenneth Williams. <laughs> oh, that would be good, <laughs> Whenever, anybody, anytime a bird bends over in the shop. Oh, <laughs> 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 fucking. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, it's only, it's only Kenneth Williams. Oh, all that still, sort of stuff. do that anyway. <laughs> 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 What's new? Oh, nice tits. <laughs> yeah. Stanley Kubrick, that, that would be one cunt that it could get away with a lot of stuff. And literally claim it all as art. Yeah. And get away with it. Just really push everyone to the limits. Yep. Fucking are we going up at half four in the morning to do a fucking 17-hour shoot and you're a cunt to start with. (laughs) (laughs) Now fuck off out the road. Get out my way. Get out my fucking road. He's the star. You, fucking Shelley Duvall. Did he talk to people like that? Yeah. He was just... Was he? Shit house, really. But he was to get... That person to be like to, to, to pull that out of them to make them angry for the yeah. camera. Yeah, whatever means necessary. Some, I mean, like Jack Nicholson got it. He was like, "Fucking hell, okay, yeah, right. I'm a cunt. I need to be a bastard. I know how to be a bastard." And he became a bastard. Shelley Duvall had to be a fucking scared, scared doormat. Yeah, what scared doormat. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? She actually yeah. was like because of everything that you. Was doing here, so oh, I mean that's God. a fucking brilliant performance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, F- absolutely fantastic. It's part real though. If you look, at a little bit of footage, and it's really funny of like, the making of it. And it's his just... daughter directed it. Stanley Kubrick's daughter directed that. I didn't know that. Yeah, ah, just proves the, 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 the background. No, no, the, no the, the background footage of you know of what was going. Oh, on right, okay, document document. It's not really a documentary, like by today's standard. It's just kind of footage of. Around the making of the film, but it is—it's mad to just see like it looks really grim, doesn't it? And like Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson just coming down and having these like conflicts before going to do the fucking the axe scene. <laughs> it's God. just such a fucking—I mean, obviously that's how film sets work, but it's just weird watching this iconic thing with just the guy sitting there with the same red jacket on. Having his red conflicts, and then again to fucking <laughs> pretend to chop someone up to pieces. Yeah, yeah. fuck me. But it's great to see him knowing that he's got to be that bastard, doing that kind of physicality of, ah, I'm a fucking shit house, right? Fucking, hell, what do yeah, you want from me? Like a, he starts like warming up for his it. Chest. And... Yeah, he's does he really? I'm yeah, a fucking like, daddy, sort of yeah. thing, getting into it. Yeah. And he just and, and Kubrick realizes he knows that he's he knows exactly who he is, what he's got to do, what he's got to fucking get from him, so he knows what he's doing. Whereas Shelley Duvall, just to make sure. Because if you see her in anything else, it is dog shit. <laughs> so if you look at fucking Popeye, by Christ. Was Robin Williams yeah. in Popeye, yeah. Popeye as well, yeah. yeah. God, did that, was that an absolute fucking flop, wasn't he? A huge flop. Was it not the 90s and like just... Early yeah, 80s. Like 1980. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, beyond dog shit for Disney, that was. Some people really like it, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. Was it cack? Um, I remember seeing it on... Didn't do it for me, but um, like Nelson wrote other songs for it and stuff. Like yeah. Oh, I don't know if he wrote them, but he put an album out. And Nelson, eh? Hey, hey, hey. Nelson Sorry. Mandela. That'd be a good ah. one to be, wouldn't he? He's dead. 
So is Christopher Lee, you dick. <laughs> well, what do you want to be dead people for? I wish it could be Christopher Lee for a day. Or, you know, no, be, I didn't be, say a day, did it'd I? It'd be really boring uh, if you're just going to do it as a dead person. Burning man instead, you tit. Yeah. When they were alive, I thought that would be just fucking... Prince obvious. was fucking dead. <laughs> so was Kenneth Williams, actually, Marsha. <laughs> fuck me. Oh, fuck me, we're all going to have to be Peter Crouch. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, fuck, fuck. And then I walked out. I've only got odd socks on. <laughs> You've got it down, bud. That's it. That's how it works. Next up is Jamie Redknapp doing a fucking sports quiz. Fuck me. <laughs> Culture's fucking dead. He's Freddie Flintoff, what a legend. Well, he got drunk after the one cup. Yes. <laughs> and he's got a load of fucking stories from that. <laughs> he really is the lad. <sighs> I must have had 20 points. Bam. Who's your favourite sporting personality ever? Um, ever. Yeah, like... Gotta be fucking... Gaza. Gotta be Gaza, yeah. right? Gotta be. Well, look, what a fucking absolutely lovable fucking mess. Yeah. yeah. Of a bloke, genius and flawed and fucking heartbreakingly flawed. Yeah. Oh, he's fucking not dead. It's fucking unbelievable when you see him now. I'm glad he's not, obviously, but when you see him, you fuck me, just. You know, I look like the same bloke, does he? I know he's aged, obviously, but he, I don't know, it looks like he's had work done and stuff like that. Oh, he yeah. does. But he, fuck he, me, too. Yeah. He was special, but he was fucking special then. You could tell he was a, you know, some of the stuff he did. You could tell he was a fucking sort of genius then. Do you know what I mean? It just happened that he was a fucking really good footballer as well. But I think he could have been one of them who would have possibly, if it, with the right upbringing, could have gone on to express it in other ways. If he'd learned to fucking, I don't know, paint or fucking play an instrument or something like that. But would have anybody have noticed? That's the only thing they noticed is football. Well, because of the working class roots, that's it, isn't it? What's it fucking? I always think. I always think like as a working class bloke, you're at your best if you can be good at one of these. It's either. I mean, in my head, I like this. It's either fucking good at football, good at boxing slash fighting, or fucking good with women. And if you're good at one of them things as a bloke from a working class back music. then in general music not so much so, I, I know I know exactly what you mean but not not so, not I'm talking not when you think arts. about manly man yeah manly blokey bloke okay uh, you know what I mean football boxing darts women beer well, not not darts fucking, I mean like, like stuff that you do like you could be a professional boxer footballer or fuck me he shagged some women in his time or you know you should see the bird on his arm the stuff that men in that way, I would respect other men for. Do you know what I mean? Right. I can't imagine anybody in the blogs game for me. He's cracking on guitar. As daft as it sounds. What about Liam Gallagher type? No, not really. No, he's too much so. of a... Not, maybe, maybe in the past. Bit too arty. Well, fucking, fucking singing. Yeah, yeah. Soft, True. you soft cunt. Same shape that you get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking, or get, yeah. yeah, like fucking hell. Expressing yourself. What are you doing fucking Fuck about off. with that, bollocks? You don't do that. Well, you get a football, wife. Well, you can get paid a fortune, all the birds, football, the cars. You know what I mean? That fucking uh, playboy. Yeah, fucking, yeah. I suppose Rockstar is in that way as well, but uh, it's the soft way of going about it. I think people would think in that way. Maybe. I'm, I'm, guess, I'm I guessing yours would be a wrestler. Yeah, would, uh, talking about wrestling, Scott Hall just died um, a couple of days ago, and I, I absolutely fucking loved him, and I met him as well. Part of Did the uh, NWO, who was Razor Ramon in the WWF, and he he was fucking brilliant. He helped change the industry, but not only that. Same as Gazri, had his fucking demons. He loved a drink. He really loved a drink, and he 
he wasn't fucking afraid to admit it to the point where they actually used it as a storyline. In WCW at one point, he's fucking throwing up over fucking people and stuff. Jesus. Which is grim and fucking disappointing that they had to do that. But yeah, he had his demons and he tried his hardest to fucking fix them. But everybody's got faults. Everybody's got fucking problems. Try and walk in fucking somebody else's shoes for a minute and... But he's fucking brilliant at the same time he was. How cool is that fucking bloke? Hey, yeah. for, hey, hey, yo. Do you know what I mean? Hey, Chico. Do you know what I mean? He oozed fucking, you know, he just fucking, he just think you're cool as fuck you am. I think Ice. My, my favourite sporting personality would be, um, there's a guy that played for Bunt Island Shipyard in the 70s called Joe McTavish. You know, he was like a brickie in the week, but he was a transvestite as well. And he wasn't very good at football, but there was only like a few people on Burnt Island Shipyard. So he had to, like, uh, he was a centre forward. Is this real? Mm. And he used to play in high heels. So he was, like, instantly at a disadvantage. And it, it was another humiliating defeat for the shippy every single week. Is it because they played on a Saturday and he'd be wearing his dress? Yeah, he was knackered for work as well. God bless your joke. Is he gone, is he? Aye. He died on the 5th of December 1982. From what? He choked on a biscuit. What a poor bastard. Yeah. Don't now look. No. What what biscuit was it, pal? Nice. A nice biscuit. Or is it nice? Well, it's not very nice for him because he died. Ah. (laughs) Nah, he was suicidal, so it saved him slashing his wrist around. Good way to go. I suppose it is, if you like biscuits, and you are suicidal. Yeah, yeah. It's quite nice, actually, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Gaza was a pisshead, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Who did Gaza know now? That's it, that Jimmy bloke... Jimmy Five Billies. Yeah. No, I was on about that bloke who killed people, uh, that... Oh, Raul Mouse. He never knew Raul him, Mouse. did he? He's claimed to... No, he, no, he, he, he was he, pissed, was he? No, he knew him. I don't think he did. I watched a documentary about three weeks ago. He actually knew him? Yeah. He phoned him up and said, I'm, I'll, I'll come nah, down and help him Because like he was trying to stop him from... He was just trying to... No, he knew him. Really? Yeah. He knew I him. I don't know. Don't fucking Ralmo knew him. But if if you were to think of a fucking person that was on the telly and a Geordie, but like, fucking hell, you half expect Gazza to turn up and then he's all like being interviewed. Why, hey, man, killing a cop like? Is that any good? I'm oh, doing, yes. I'm doing the canal again. I've well, got I've got, fishing rod. Well, I've got. I know. <laughs> it was, I was saying, Jimmy Five Bellies, what a f- character. He was just famous in the 90s for being fat <laughs> and friends with Gazza, were it? Yeah. What a fucking life. See, that's what I like when celebrities are like that. What are you, uh, what are you famous for? Absolutely fuck all. But, he, but still fucking a genuine fucking person. Yeah. How did I mean? he never end up in Big Brother and stuff like that? That's oh, but he's got some fucking perfect, Tories. You just get look. He's fucking 25 grand. Come to fucking Australia for fucking three weeks in the jungle. I bet he's got some right story. I bet he's a right fucking character as well. Is he still alive? I think he lost a lot of weight. Ah, fuck it, actually. That's there you go. USP that's he's gone, he's. Yeah, that's that gone. Fucking, oh, right. they just call him Jimmy now. Oh, yeah, better when he was a fat cunt. He's <laughs> lost to a few people, isn't it? Didn't that um, Andy the Viking, the darts player, like uh, 
lost all of it and then was rubbish at dots. Probably fucked his balance for Portsmouth, Abe. <laughs> Is that true? Kept it in the ceiling afterwards. Fuck you off. never felt so light. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> well, you'd have to get lucky you lost your fucking... Now when you lost that toast down, yeah, you lost your fucking personality with it and all. Get back on the fucking kebabs. <laughs> Do you reckon that was probably gone to the pub? and Because like, he stopped drinking beer, didn't he? So maybe he just practised less. Yeah, he's got it done. <laughs> Could well be, couldn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, the beer fucking does a thing. To, well, he's probably used to being having that in him when he was doing it as well. He's probably playing darts for the first time with a clarity then and then never had before. Yeah, yeah. Probably had too much focus <laughs> and clarity of mind. What about Alex Higgins? Now, he was a major oh, pisshead yeah, yeah. and a world fucking title snooker champion. He used to say I could drink anybody under the table. Was it fucking nice one? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Good, that. Was it, what did he, I don't know, watched the documentary, I can't remember. Did he, like, get sober and was rubbish? When he, he never did, did he drink he, himself he to death? He, he, he drank himself to death, yeah. He, he could not fucking just deal with anything when he was not having a drink. Not just snooker, anything. It just got to in that point where he's like, fuck. A bit like George Best, I think. They just fucking needed to just go, this is what I do. Yeah. Crack on with it. He was fucking brilliant and really fucking funny at the same time. Some he was like a, like a fucking, like a, a, a thespian almost, weren't he? How he spoke and sort of moved. Do you know what I mean? It was good old days when you used to fucking be able to smoke in the, uh, in the snooker. And you just have like... Pummels of fucking just plumes, sorry, plumes, plumes of fucking fags going on. Yeah. Is he about to fucking hit the pink? I don't know, fucking can't even fucking see it. Uh, Point glasses on the fucking yeah, side. Yeah, of the fucking, <laughs> those are shorts, right, fucking bang. <laughs> Great days of fucking that. That's I was going to say about him, was he not in, was he in Bob Mortimer's book? Was that before? Was it Alex Higgins who was going to beat Bob Mortimer up? Do you remember the story? No. They were in... I don't know if it was the Grouch Out Club or something, and Alex Higgins was pissed, and for some reason, was sort of coming towards Bob Mortimer like he was going to hit him. I think I don't know if he said he swung for him and then he dodged him, but he had a big fucking minder with him, a big bulldog of a bloke with him. <laughs> it was sort of like, well, if you hit Alex, Higgins, if you hit him back or anything happens, that bloke's just going to batter me. And he said this was happening, and he said, <laughs> so all of a sudden, uh, fucking Mark, Mark Lamar. A foot come through the ceiling. Mark Lamar fell to the floor through an owl in the ceiling, got up, straightened himself out and walked off like nothing had happened. <laughs> he said, turned out he'd been mouching up, so he, somehow he'd got locked in a room in a cupboard or something. So because he couldn't get out the door, he went through the floor, so he kicked his way through, fell through the floor, boom, got up. And he said, luckily that distracted fucking Alex Higgins. It took him away from wanting to beat me up for no reason. That's a, cr- that's a cracking story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Some of that, that's a great audio book for anyone who's not heard it. It's fucking brilliant hearing him tell the stories. On about, they used to have daft little bets with each other, like it, Mark Lamar bet him that he wouldn't go up and ask Brad Pitt how many murders there was in the film, seven. And stuff like that, just really fucking daft stuff like that, weren't it? It's a cracking audio book. Then they talk about uh, when Frank Boff was on um, Shooting Stars. But obviously these names B U B A U H isn't it? Uh, yeah, B O U G H. Oh, was it? Was, yeah. Yeah, but they B O double F. Boff. Boff. And the poor lady got really annoyed with it. 
J.R. Ewing was on there as well, and he just didn't get it at all. Yeah, he didn't have to did he? Yeah, especially when you got George Dawes or something like that going on. You got peanuts. Johnny Vegas just sitting there looking like he's been in the pub all night, just looking, <laughs> nailing his guineas. I've not asked you this, Jack, but um, Jason Neal, our, our friend uh, in the Leicester Comedy Festival, has asked if we're going to stop over and he's going to try and organise something with all the other Leicester crew, which should be brilliant. It's, we love the Leicester people, they're fucking yeah, it's class. the nicest. Um, but we'll sort that out. But um, we've also been given um, an offer if we want to stay at Lisa's house, uh, Lisa Deville. Oh, right, yeah. But she would need to sleep in the, well, it would be the basement, but it's the just a sex dungeon. Are you asking me if I want to sleep in a sex dungeon with you? Not with me. The three of us. <laughs> <laughs> On our own. Who oh. knew? <laughs> no, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's hard to get. I'll have the floor if you want the swing, Jack. It's up to you. But no, I just, you know, I just wanted to extend our kindness and tell you rather than just not tell you. And you go, oh, I would have stayed in a sex dungeon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her, it's nice of her. Yeah. Sort of. It is, it is nice. Well, thank you, Lisa. Cheers, Lisa. <laughs> What's on your trousers, Spunk? So would it be the three of us stopping in there together? Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, not together, on our own. No, man. How big is it, though? Well, obviously, the, just, I suppose we need to know. Does, does, uh, What's yeah. the dimensions? Do they have gangbangs? That's what you need to ask, and then you'll know how big the room is. But, nah, that won't work with my snoring anyway, would it? <laughs> uh, I assume it's not uh, a functioning <sighs> sex dungeon that night. Well, I know. I know somebody that we fucking. Her dad was a swinger, a mum and her stepmom. And um, they used to like. They just used to do it all the while. Still do, I think. And when she's about 10, she <coughs> went straight to her dad's, went upstairs, and she, look, there was a dildo on the, <laughs> on, next to the bed, like stuck onto the chest of drawers next to Blake's bed, covered in shit. Oh. And that was like the spare room, but it was the room that they used to fucking pump people. So she had to get down. She said, well, what did you say? She said, well, I went down and just said to my dad, I went, something wrong with my radiator. Something like that. Yeah, yeah there's he a went dildo. Some of the <laughs> 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 when he come down, it's before you come down, if you come down and went, there was nothing wrong with the radiator, but we had left a shitty dildo next to the bed. <laughs> Remember we did that double, well it wasn't a double act gig, but we were both on, and what was it, next to Nelson's Column? Yeah. In, in the political fucking office. It was in Westminster, weren't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it wasn't, I'll tell you what it was, it was Scotland Yard oh, yeah, Social Club or whatever, like the Scotland Yard where they give her a beer, like. I, oh. I said to fucking Andy. Wasn't well, like Policeman's Secret Ball or anything like that? that nah, was it wasn't quite that level. <laughs> nah, was it? I remember it was fucking funny. Uh, Simon Evans was headlining. I don't know if you know him, Paul, but you would know his face. And uh, he came in and he asked if he could borrow my headphones because uh, he was doing a mindfulness. And he just like lay down straight on that like the floor and was listening to his uh, phone. <laughs> Jack was like, "Fucking hell!" Fuck <laughs> Fucking London wankers. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was only me and you in there at that point, weren't there? So he walked in, hello, hello, nice to meet you. And he's friendly enough in that, but obviously people have their own rituals or do whatever they do. Yeah. And he, and he, he said hello, and then that was it, really, when he just did his own thing. Me and him were just a 
Well, we couldn't really have the crack then or talk. We felt like he's sitting here meditating. So we were just all sat in silence looking at each other, trying not to laugh. That's fucking awkward as fuck. <laughs> well, there was another awkward moment at that gig where um, I don't know what the woman's name was. It was like the, the MC woman. And when Jack was on, she was just like oh. slagging him off. Yeah, I told you on my ass. To, to to like, no, slagging after the other acts. She must have just thought because her accents are different. That you know, we were, hadn't come together or anything like that. Yeah. So she said, "No, they know that." And she's like, "What do you think?" I was like, oh, "I think he's brilliant. I think he's came down together and all that." Fucking, I don't know if we lived. No, we didn't live together then. And she just it was fucking silent. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody's got like, uh, but it was. I remember it being fucking weird. It was, like, it was weird. Yeah, you yeah. had a, you had a, you had a good. I remember that, but it, it seemed like a weird. One of those ones that feel like, all oh, right, that this is like. Uh, a fluke or something. If you, I don't if you, know. I don't know. No, no. You, you never mm. did fucking well by accident, pal. It was because oh. it was fucking good and different. But um, it seemed more like a a gong sort of thing, or they seemed very, very judgy from yeah. every joke to joke. Like, well, I suppose you might like, get some. I mean, in my head, I'd go. My um, head, I'd go. Oh, the fuck! That you would get some like that down there. There must have been some. For where we were, and what, if that's your local, you've got to be worth a good few million fucking quid. Yeah. So was that you reckon that was, were the coppers goalie for entertainment? I'm pretty sure, 100% sure. Seemed, yeah, it was very professional. Uh, yeah. Seeming it wasn't a comedy club, was it? No, and it was like a few quiet drinks as a part, you know, there weren't any like... You couldn't hear anyone enjoying themselves yeah. before or after, could you? Until you were on. No, no. But I mean, like... I was thinking about it, they must have had some money, though, because Simon Evans or something. Yeah. yeah, that would be a direct, I imagine. Yeah, just to have popped down, yeah. yeah. I had a. Remember, I told you that before, I think it was called the Nazis, the National something, Alternative something, like Alternative Comedy Competition. And I went down and it was it was in the East End. And I got there and I did I did the Kerwinator. <laughs> and I can't remember. So I did the true alternative, isn't it? That true and the stuff that was classed as alternative. I wanted to get this is a fucking Swiss. Is this the one you that was you and Liam Pickford? Yeah, it was. Pickford was pissing himself, so I went on stage. I got all the Kerwin out of stuff on a duty. But to be fair, yeah, before I say that, yeah, it was weird because you're like, welcome to the and the fucking MC was standing on stage with a dog. He had his dog on a lead with him. <laughs> Straight away, you know, so, so might not be a man and a dog on stage. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, standing there and again, the old bastard, he was going, well, uh, alternative comedy and that. And then, I, I thought, and they're all talking about the fucking tube. Well, there's a lot of just straight stand-up. I thought, they say alternative. Then I went on and there was all like, what's going on here? I thought, well, this is alternative. Yeah. I've got a bike helmet on and a flashing light, and I've wrapped myself up in tinfoil, and I've got my sister's, my lesbian sister's fucking <laughs> doc rocker boots on. And yeah, I'm talking about. Tell me you know, something about. Was he doing some balloon act or something? Yeah, like? he started like, um, in, in between the acts, like, making balloon animals. <laughs> but not like, ironically or anything, or look at this, it's a character act. He's just, just showing his talent. I thought, <laughs> and then when I come off the cheeky old bastard, listen to this. <laughs> I'd gone on. I wouldn't say I died. It was just I'd, I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to use that word now because once you've been it's doing it longer, you like know what it can't go well. Yeah, and it was just virtually you were playing to other acts who were all from London. So I was completely different to anything there, which I'm quite proud of. Not that it fucking done me any good, but um, 
I came on stage and they go, Roll them oscillator! As the Kermanite. And obviously there's a line, obviously, I'll say obviously, it's not obvious unless you've seen it, there's a line in here. I am a robot from the future! And I'll leave these big pauses in between. I have come back from the future to save the future of comedy! <laughs> big pause. And then I'd go on and slag, sort of fucking take the piss out of TV acts and stuff like that. Like. Yeah. So the... This week I found a DVD of Russell Howard in someone's DVD player. This will not be tolerated. That's all <laughs> daftness. Anyway, I've done all that. I was just I've got that line in there. I'm, the f- I'm being sent back from the future to save the future comedy. I'd gone on. He'd come back home with his dog, the old bastard. And he went, well, fuck, you know, I went, well, if that's the future of comedy, God help us all. <laughs> <laughs> In a competition, I was going to put my hand up. I'm presuming it, I give fruit to the next round, then, pal. Fuck me. <laughs> what, a what a fucking wanker. No, fuck me. I think about now there was some fucking proper wanky gigs in London. I did that bear cat one. And um, I was like the, the 10 minute act. And uh, it's been running for years in London. And uh, the guy just says, like, yeah, he doesn't really MC. He just like says the name. Oh. You come on and talk me, I'm on first. <laughs> And Andy, oh. Andy White was on, <laughs> who was really nice of him. He just said, look, he's fairly new. Don't, um, you know, I'll go on first. And, you know, there's no MC or anything. And he just went, nah, he's got to fucking learn. <laughs> but you don't need to learn that. He don't learn. Oh, that's just, he, he's like, like, you know, oh, my granddad threw me in the canal to teach me yeah, to sweep. Like, yeah, fucking he, belly. Exactly. So I was doing the whole fucking, like, knowing that I was on first, just as the people sitting down before the night started, then... Fucking um, like Stan Laurel faces popping up from behind the curtain and all that, just to try and get them on side that way. And luckily it worked. Man, no, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I tell you, what, that's brave. Else. No, it's it's more. You know that fucking when you're really scared, something You've comes in your head. Summer. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's fight or flight, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going yeah. to do summer or fucking run off. Yeah, you're but that's more fucking sharp, are you? Yeah, <laughs> that's brave. Because you imagine if you if you'd have been doing that sticking your head out. I mean, basically, if that would have gone wrong, it would have looked desperate, wouldn't it? It was. Oh, well, I know, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. but I'd need Fucking, I'm glad it went yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> Just to do something to get him on board, fuck me. But then uh, the, the thing for that was, at the end of it, he says, did that go well? Did everybody like him? And it was a big uh, cheer. And he went, shall we get him back for more paid work? Well, paid work in the first place. No, I gave a big cheer. I was like, oh, fucking hell, this is brilliant, because that's like a long-running yeah. established club. And the next offer I got, was today five minutes at his other club for no money. Oh. And obviously, this is in London, I don't live in London. But after he said that to the audience, apparently it's typical of what he does. It's just so, because he's no funny, or like interesting. So he says that so he can get a round of applause, like kind of going, hey. Oh, well, but <laughs> look, he's like, he can take that like he's done something good. Like, yeah, yeah. Use it for his own ego. Yeah, fucking what awful. Oh, wow. Horrible. But um, I was just like, I can't fucking, I can't afford to go to London for five minutes. And plus, at that point, I don't believe him anyway. So um, there's a lot of that that happens, isn't there? Yeah. Fucking cunts. So I, I asked um, Javier Costales, the Argentinian comic, who's one of my favourites. He's fucking brilliant. He lives in London, and and uh, he went on and done it. I asked him afterwards. He was just kind of going, "Yeah, it's good, yeah." <laughs> and uh, the guy emailed me and went, uh, "Thanks for um, getting yourself replaced." And this guy did. Uh, Five minute fart joke, so I could see why it was your kind of thing. <laughs> the bloke said to you, Yeah, I just thought, oh, fuck you. Never spoke to them. Oh, awful. Who was he? 
I don't know his name. The guy who runs Bearcat. Fucking shocking. Jesus. <laughs> Terrible behaviour. There's a few like that out there. Very few much. in the past. It's a, it's still happens now. Fucking even locally. Fucking MC cunts. <laughs> Unfunny MC cunts. The guy that owns uh, the King's Head, kind of notorious for it. He keeps like a book on everyone has done for like, years and years and years. You've done that as well, don't you? Yeah, I did it in front of... I can't remember the comedian's name. He Simon Munnery. Simon Munnery. He told me to lose the Peter Andre t-shirt. I'm glad yeah. you didn't listen. Yeah. Like him though. He's yeah, it was nice. Like, I mean, yeah. he wasn't like, yeah, drop, he wasn't like, drop, yeah, drop the t-shirt. It was just sort of like, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you some feedback. But I'm, I'm not sure what it is. Sort of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. some things you don't work like that, do they? It's not yeah. f- a formula sort of thing. What is it? Don't take advice off someone who's too willing to give it. Yeah, that's it, eh? Fuck that, because then it's more about them than you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I told you to do that, hey? <laughs> do you remember? Hey, do you remember 17 years ago when I told you to drop that and look at your name? <laughs> yes, I'll get that now with people. But well done, Jap, but on fire. But didn't I always tell you to keep it? No. There's <laughs> <laughs> about fucking three people. Yeah. Absolutely. Come to claim it, you cheeky bastard. Yeah. Hey, didn't I always up. tell you to chase your dreams? What? Fuck off. A fucking Walt Disney film. <laughs> Hey, Pinocchio, despite the nose. <laughs> so, we did three gigs this weekend, didn't we? We did yeah, London, yes. Walsall and Nottingham. It's been fucking mental, ain't it? Yeah. Surreal as fuck, gigging in London. It, again, uh, it's weird. It was smooth as fuck, the whole operation of what we had to do to go to go there, but it's very strange to just go, oh yeah, this is London. It's like as if we'd just gone... Right, we fucking thoroughly enjoyed it though. Yeah, it was tremendous. Yeah, it was really good. That was toughest for you because it sounds uh, quite precious, doesn't it? But like your voice, it's like screaming for two hours. So like by the third night, you're fucking. It was a bit finger burning, a bit worn down. It did all right. I was did, surprised yeah, it yeah. lasted. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I thought surely by the third night it'll be be gone. But yeah, thankfully it lasted. It was nice when even from the we all travelled down together in the car and um. It was nice getting picked up by like a really like James you know, Bond body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, a brand new black Audi with I don't know, just proper just really expensive car, weren't it? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Sharp Audi. Yeah, but kept calling, wasn't it? Yeah. It's he kept calling us sir, didn't I? Oh, no, oh, so it was sir. It's found it fucking weird to be honest. Yeah. It's not us that were fucking asked for this, it's just the guy that was booking it that was logistically the how he planned it. Yeah. We got in there and the guy was like, would you like the temperature different? Would you like the music on, sir? And stuff like that. I was like, oh man, this is making me feel fucking weird. But Jack uh, changed the atmosphere. He goes, uh, can I get you anything? And Jack went, you got any prostitutes? Yeah. <laughs> and he just went, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he died for keep foot. I was being deadly bastard serious. Fuck me. And then he was uh, quiet for the rest of it, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was. Like, fuck. <laughs> It was weird driving in that way, and again, fuck me, there's fucking Piccadilly Circus, and there's this, and Oxford Street, and all that, and God, this is... Even though we live in the city, it's only like two hours away. It and still m- feels m- like we've all been there. And we've all been there loads of times. <laughs> yeah. It is still like you're setting, stepping into a never film or something never, like that. It did feel different than the fact that we were doing our own show there. Mm. Been there loads of times for gigs, but not, you know, an actual people coming for the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, we were there on our own yeah. sort of merit sort of thing, weren't yeah. we? Normally just gone to the dog and shit for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
The dressing rooms were like the fucking dog and shit, though, weren't they? They were fucking tiny. Like a cupboard. That was hot in there as well, Rory. <laughs> it felt yeah. like being in like the Dudley Caves or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Fucking roasting. It was cool because as uh, as you were sorting out the... Um, after doing a bit of the sound check and stuff, I just thought, oh, fuck, I'm going to go outside. It's just nice going to see like the uh, the Odeon, the uh, the Prince Charles Theatre and stuff. Uh, it was ice. I just seen Batman fucking signs everywhere and the light, and I was like, "This is Leicester Square. This is fucking awesome." And walking in, just going, "It's like a fucking oven in here. It was yeah. so hot, so warm." And I had family from like south of the river from Erith come up, so we got levered afterwards. The hotel bar was open until three o'clock in the morning. I mean, mum was good, so we. I mean, and they had to kick us out as well. Really, <laughs> you know. Guys, I'm saying you need to go to bed with the security <laughs> guard. Really? Fucking So I'm in there and going, all right, then my mum's going, everyone come back to our room. So there's me, me mum, Katie, Bob, <laughs> me dad, Ron and Carol. And you just get some beer from the bar? No, we don't have nothing at all. Oh, no, but mum, we had got, we had got fuck all. So then we all went back to the room anyway and sort of stood there and went, <laughs> Well, we got, you can't even smoke out the window because they're scared you're going to jump out of it so they've nailed it shut. So it was all just standing there going, oh, what, the, what the fuck, you know, what's the point of this? Yeah. <laughs> I love it, Dad, I love the session. Then what was it, Saturday? Where were we sat at Warsaw? Warsaw Arena, which was a beautiful venue, weren't it? Yeah. Really? So I think everyone going to go, Warsaw's got an arena. Because we never knew either, but they've just basically renamed something. But they've done it all. Beautiful and all the gears like really nice and it's fucking spectacular. Great, yeah. looks great and it looks like a kind of. It does look like a no, smaller <laughs> one, but yeah, yeah tremendous. Yeah, I really was, enjoyed yeah, it. And it was great. A brilliant audience. You, yeah, is that one yeah, of your favourite gigs you've ever done? I think so. Yeah, because they were seem to be in from the off. Yeah, they? one of them straight away, especially with London being a bit tougher with it being a smaller crowd. They were really nice, weren't they? Some nut jobs there as well. Some A couple travelled from the Isle, Isle of White. Yeah, yeah, drove from the Isle of yeah. White. Was there. Then birds with a Gary T-shirt. It was just nice, mm, weren't it? It was just yeah. going, oh, God, this is... I love the fact that you came out through the, the middle of the crowd. Kiss that, that baldy bloke said. Yeah, sort of thing. cracking. That was a real fucking moment. That it's was. nice, I hate stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, really <laughs> fucking nice. I can't believe that. It's just fucking big. They got it planned out lovely with the, you know, with the fucking seating. It was just spectacular. It's fucking ace. Yeah, yeah man. 100% yes. do that again. Definitely. And we were uh, Nottingham on Sunday, which was nice. There was about 120 yeah. people there, something like that. Well, that room looked full, didn't it, really? Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. Spot on. Yeah. That's the first time I've walked on stage. I came dancing on stage and realised <laughs> I'd not put the fucking glasses on. <laughs> and I went, oh, fuck the glasses. And then I had to run back off. For another 30 seconds, <laughs> grab them, run back on Which worked out well in the end, because they were laughing at it. Like, how the fuck you've managed that, you dopey bastard. The entire character based around a pair of glasses, really. <laughs> what, when we came off, this lassie kind of walked away around backstage. <sighs> she was fucking mullered. <laughs> Did she have like a North East accent for some reason? No, I think it's just a not. She was not a gum, yeah, um, yeah. And just started, like, fucking winding upon you. And well, it was just like, it, it wasn't even a backstage, because the Glee Club Nottingham, we basically had to walk through the kitchen area, didn't we, and get mm. changed in there, because they're not, they used to just having stand-up shows, really, which there's no costume changes. But we walked back in afterwards, gone well. We were all, like, hugging each other afterwards. We always sort of do. Um, and then this 
Girl appeared from nowhere. She was about 26, 27, do you reckon? Yeah. Same pitch. She was either pissed or off her head on summit. And Both. she had... Did she have, like, like a rah-rah skirt on? It like was a, a very, very short Do you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, a, yeah. uh, like, almost like a schoolgirls one, if that makes sense. Some do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, and, and she started, and then she went, oh, I've, I've got to have a photo, I knew you'd be in here, blah, blah, blah. I'd literally just said on stage, and so I've got to take this mic off, and then I'll come downstairs and we'll have selfies if anybody wants one. She walked, Bob, oh, can I have a photo? I went, yeah, yeah, well, I've got to take this off. Oh, go on, play. Yeah, mm. yes, yeah, you can have a photo. Yeah. And then it was she's, quite funny, she not being weird. I'm not, I'm being, not being weird, weird. I'm not You being are, <laughs> you really are. The and then she started was, twerking, yeah. remember? She just started twerking. <laughs> In the yeah. kitchen, for in the no kitchens, because it's not yeah. backstage; it's through before we can get there. So it's in the <laughs> fucking kitchens. <laughs> fucking move, hands on her knees, does she? Proper yeah. twerk, <laughs> fucking proper, case, man. Prop, yeah, proper. The and worst that. thing was is that when you gone, I went back, took off my stuff, and said, "I'll oh, just see if fucking Jack needs any help or anything like that." And who's the first person that fucking comes? It's her with her equally fucking mental boyfriend. Well, I never seen him. You said a boyfriend was mental as well. Yeah, because I thought, oh man, he's probably he's probably just going. Come on, let's, you're a bit fucking pissed or whatever. Let's go. It was equally just a man. Ah, it's you, it? Yeah, it is me. It's you. <laughs> and she's going, ah, and he was fucking pouring a coat on, right on her. But it was inside out, so it's clearly inside out. And she stood, fuck, yeah. Put it on, put it on. Fucking to the ceiling. Ah, whatever. Just have a selfie. Put the fucking other arm in first. We'll do it. (laughs) And the security woman who was right fucking about three foot away from me, just looking. (sighs) Wankers. Fucking stage. Yeah, just. They must have been out all day, mustn't they? Bless them. No fucking arm, but just like proper, just pissed. Yeah. Proper pissed. Fucking bless them. We'd be fucked with them. Yeah, yeah fucking that's hell. our audience. Please come again. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, attractive what, as well, though. She was very attractive. I don't really think so. I suppose, I think, did you? Mm, I don't know. I don't she was think right. about it. Yeah. yeah, she was nice. <laughs> <That> was <laughs> <good bit>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just, yeah, she was. <clears throat> yeah, she was nice. Yeah. Probably be completely different when she's sober and. Probably a primary school teacher or something like that, and just getting yeah, fucking fuck wrecked. But we've it. always said that's about you, Paul. Is you're not really a a no person, are you? No, it's, <laughs> it's very true. I yeah, anybody and everything is nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you've, you've you've been fucking God. What that wave of words that you had that fucking killed me, Paul? Who is it you were talking about when you were talking about the tattoo? Saffron from Republica. I wouldn't said that. She is gorgeous with the red hair. Do you remember her, Jack? No, I don't know the band. Is it a band? Band yeah. from like Baby, I'm ready to go in the nineties. Baby, I'm ready yeah, yeah. to go. Okay, yeah. So she's like, must be like European descent, something Italian, something like that. Fucking red, shorty kind of Bob Dare kind of thing, looking really, oh, really fucking attractive. I mean, really attractive. I said, I'd love to have a tattoo of her on my leg. And I cut my leg off and fuck my own leg. You <laughs> know. <laughs> was it you said to somebody whose mum, you said to somebody's mum, I'd love to drink your mum's piss. <laughs> and, and so I could give myself a water infection or something. Was that it? Drink a pint <laughs> of her piss to the brim. <laughs> just so I can give myself a water infection. Oh, God, make myself ill. You know. 
It's got a weird uh, portrait to it. <laughs> it's very evil. Um, I listened to the other podcast while I was eating some cornflakes. I was like... <gasps> You did yourself? Yeah, it was like just having listened, I was like, fuck me, that's horrible. With the na- with the with your mum's neighbours. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. god yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. god yeah. Made me fucking heave again. It's like <laughs> horrible. Actual real retching. Yeah. Imagine not being able to open your bedroom window because you it might smell of shit. <laughs> oh, Outside. Every time, every time. Oh, God. I'm going to think of Mary. Fucking hell. Yeah, change the subject from from shit. Yeah. (laughs) So, saffron. I used to fancy saffron. What about you, Andy? Did you used to fancy? Fuck me. I I fancy loads of 90s indie buds. Harriet Wheeler from the Sundays. Beautiful voice. Sarah from Dubstar. Yeah. Um, There's a crap band called Salad. But their singer was called Marianne Vandervlugd. She yeah, was she fucking was gorgeous. gorgeous. She was an MTV well. yeah. presenter as well. Yeah, she was fucking gorgeous as well. Um, See, I had a big thing for Juliana Hatfield. Yeah, of I, I mean, like, I, I thought she was gorgeous in her fucking voice. I think it's that thing as well. With like, when they got a really good voice and it fucking yeah. goes well, like, oh, Angelica. Yeah, absolutely. But now she looks like an actual fucking haggard elbow. <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell. Coming back from the Warsaw gig, an experience because I had to go and put all my, all the, oh. um, the what's it called, merchandise, the stage stuff into the actual shop. Um, back in, So from Warsaw back to Dudley, drop there off and then fuck off home. So I go in, drop all the stuff off, close the back door, to my computer, just check something, and it's about four or five second walk from my from the door to the computer, and vice versa. And I'm just there, and there's a fucking bang on the door, <laughs> but not like a for you know, not like a anybody there, more of a like a fucking let me fucking in. So for about a split second, I'm going, oh fuck me, what's that? But more of a case of, does somebody actually need my help? Does somebody need me to, you know, fucking be there? You know, somebody fucking asking, you know, begging for help. So it takes me, what, four seconds to get You're a good there. guy, pal. I don't, well, I, the, the fact I'd have thought, was, fuck that. Someone's, someone's seen a bloke on a walking stick walking to a shop at this time of night, and I better make sure the fucking till's empty. <laughs> I want to answer it. You That's just how my brain works. Yes, me being fucking a nice, decent person. It? Fuck. Okay. Thanks for the heads up for next time. Bam, 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 bang. Fuck off! <laughs> I'm finding <laughs> the place. <laughs> We've got 17 odd mates in here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, cool. so I go from the computer to the fucking door. It's about four second walk. I open it up, and there's nobody there. Not a fucking soul. But then I go out to go and see if there's anybody by the charity shop, the empty shop next door, the the takeaway, by where the pub is, down by the fucking car. Is it the front everywhere. or the back? It's the back. Oh, okay. If it'd been the front, I'd be like, I can't see him anyway because the fucking shutters are there. So bang away, dickhead. But this was the back, the back. But there's nobody there because I've checked all of those little crooks and crannies just in case there's somebody fucking, uh, you know, a homeless guy. You know, these be. Homeless guys yeah. around there. So I'm thinking, fuck. Um, but there's nobody there. Not a fucking... So- not 
one person. They can't run in that four seconds to the end oh, of the thing. There's a big car park there, isn't it, yeah, before you, you can, can get away? You can of. see them. So th- there's no way that they can hide behind a wall. I've checked everything. There's nothing there. That is my truest and only fucking proper like ghost experience in that sense. I, I, I can't explain why there wasn't a person there, logically, because I checked. Why didn't the ghost just ring the doorbell? It's not working, so he had to bang on the door. It is working. The doorbell? Yeah. It's not. <laughs> oh, so it tried. Must have tried. <laughs> when, the f- probably, when the fuck are you going to get these fixed? Probably, might have been at it for months. You've just never heard it. The ghost, I realised the doorbell was bust. <laughs> probably why you fucking booted the door in. Why is the ghost trying to come in, though? You would have thought he was already in. Um, well, what is it you think? Logically, in my head, I'm thinking, uh, maybe somebody did try and do it and they're hiding somewhere, but... What's the point of them hiding? What are they fucking doing if it's a kid? What are the, what is it? You don't get a kid there anyway, it's a town centre at that time of night. It's like half eleven, fucking quarter to twelve. What the fuck's going on? Why would that be? Why would somebody try and just. They would have had to see you go in there as well because there's no lights out the back of there. Yeah. It's a fucking weird one. That's, that's, that's the thing I I can't. I'm assuming that that, that's the case. Mm. But what do you guys think? You know me, I tend to believe that stuff anyway. I've had a couple of experience myself. But Andy, you sort of think... You sort of I think, think you're tired. I, I think you're tired and it wasn't the door. It was something else banging. That's what I think. Okay. Maybe something getting past the van I'm, or I'm, something. I'm very partial to just fucking, you know, worries logic. Maybe it was fucking something else. Maybe it was that. But it was a fucking bang on the door. That's it was a, loud that's enough to Yeah, yeah. And it definitely come from the back. Come from the back, because I've heard that that people knock on the door before. It was just almost like fucking Marley's ghost trying to fucking get in, if that makes any sense. It was fucking... It's only now that it feels more scary than it, than it was, because at the time I didn't think it was a scary thing. I thought somebody just needed some help. It's only now that I'm going, well, fuck me, that is terrifying when you think you of it like off, that. You fucked off, didn't you? Did you get out straight away? As soon as I, I just went, and fucked off, like, proper, out of there. It's weird, though, at the time, because when you experience stuff like that, you're convinced. And, yeah, utterly convinced. Like that's, I've told you that one, we stopped at this house in Bradgate Park in Leicester, which is where Henry VIII, no, I think it was one of his wives who was fucking cut the heads off lived there, it was a family stately home, and there was this turret there. Well, our Katie was living with the couple who ran the park. I mean, it's a massive fucking deer there and everything. It's a big sort of tourist attraction or whatever you'd call it. Yeah. Um, and it's got a lot of ruins there. And we went, because Katie was standing there, she said, I've got the keys to that fucking turret. And I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere, it's fucking pitch black. Okay. There's no roads around it. I mean, it's probably, it might be miles wide sort of thing, so we... She went, you're going to come out are you and Lydia? We'll go up that turret. So we went up there about fucking one o'clock in the morning. Walked up, I mean, pitch black. Shit it's got its own ghost stories, that place anyway. And we, yes, shit in it. So we've gone in, gone up, and you could, but you couldn't actually get on top, you know, the bit on top where they would have yeah. patrolled or whatever. And we just sat there for a bit horrible. Horrible, you know, well, if you're, if you're in an old building like that and you're looking for it and you sort of believe that stuff... Then you're shitting yourself anyway. You're mm. doing it to yourself. Well, then we came back out. <laughs> it was funny because obviously there's three of us. So I back down the stairs. I was fucking terrified. 
I'm with my younger sister and my older sister. What a shit house move. I like jumped in so I could go in the, on the back way back down the stairs. I jumped in front of, in front of Lydia she, so she was at the back of the fucking. So she could so the back. Yeah. You mean shit house, brother, you are. Then we got out walking down and I had the urge to look back at it, at the turrets on the hill. So it's yeah. really dark, but you know, when it's that dark, your eyes adjust so you can see the outline of the building yeah. and yeah. fucking the sky's the light all of a sudden. As a, you know what I mean? It outlines it. And uh, we seen to, we saw some. Well, we convinced we saw some on there moving around for about three minutes, and we all stood there and watched the same fucking thing as if there was something on there. Strange, very strange. Now that I look back, go well, was it? I was say like mass hallucination, or you could talk yourselves into it or whatever. But I'm, I remember at the time saying to Katie and Lydia, "Can you see what I'm seeing? And if you can't, just say." But we're sort of describing the same thing, sort of object, a, a thing appearing. Not like a body, but like a, a, a mist or something appearing and disappearing and then appearing and moving as if it was walking around it and then disappearing again and then it would start coming back. It's peculiar. I don't know whether it was a ghost or not, whether it's three people looking at something at one o'clock in the morning. One, we've gone there to fucking fuck ghost hunting. We went to look for... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, gonna... so, but I would have to say to... Well, yeah, but I mean, I'd mean, i have to say to like... I wouldn't lie about it. I would never say to we saw something we never did. Yeah. It's a real... I would never lie to them. I'm not interested in that no, aspect but, of the yeah, bullshit. I've seen, I've seen do you know you what get, I mean? I've yeah. seen you get really carried away with stuff. It's clearly... It's nothing. Like what? Like, well, in Paul's shop again, you used to always think that the place was haunted because you'd walk past, the, past this alarm that would go off every time you walked past it. But that's what it was. I oh, know. I never thought it was haunted. <laughs> I, just, I just found it Every creepy. time it I just found it creepy, that's all. <laughs> the thing is about now that the upstairs that that was like the Duncan Edwards foundation, so it was all fucking old furniture. So it was an element of being creepy anyway. I think some of that's fucking hundred year old bastard chair and stuff like that. Yeah. It is like being I don't I don't care who you are. If you were stuck in the Black Country Museum on the night, you'd go, This is just inanimate objects, but it would be creepy as fuck being in one of them old yeah, bastard houses with all this old fucking gear and whatnot. We, no, went, we went to the Dudley Courts and did a Gary's uh, ghost hunt video, didn't we? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was all right, weren't it? That? Yeah. I never but felt anything there. I never felt. I never felt. A, was there supposed to be something bit. there? Quite a few things. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what the, the guy said, and obviously people got sentenced there, and there's, there's like cells. Yeah, yeah. There, that. there was a few times, and you were like, <gasps> genuinely. <laughs> Do you not remember? Nah, where it might be. In the I, think, I think it's weird because you you think you genuinely like you're you're into it and you I think you want to people feel like being scared of people yeah, like yeah. feeling something different. Yeah, sure. That's why people you know, like same as taking a, fucking drugs and yeah. beer and in, in, in a way though, I don't agree with that part. I, I I agree with the fact that you it's not a case that yeah, no, you want to have something there to prove that you go, I think I'm right, if that makes any sense. Nah, that ain't about ego from it. What, like, you want to no, not feel that not, you've got not, a grip on reality? Just wants the rush. No, no, I'm not like, the fucking buzz. Yeah. No, I was going to say, it's it's not that ego thing, but it's like, you want the evidence to prove that, that there is You'd something there. You'd like to there. know, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing about ego, but that kind of like, I think there's more mounting evidence, whereas somebody who's very sceptical and say, oh, I can explain that, it's X, Y, and Z. Do you know what I mean? I'm not disputing the fact that yeah, yeah, you yeah. went on to that thing to see those missed things. You could say, oh, it's probably this. I don't agree with like the mass hallucination, but you could say, oh, it could be this, it could be that, it could be the other. 
But in my head, as I've gotten older, and I think, you know, probably Andy would agree with me with this, you know, as horror fans, we don't just watch horror fan, uh, horror films now to just go, oh, I like more killings. It's more of a case that give me a really good fucking story. If it happens to be a ghost story, like the film The Others, for instance, that's a fucking great ghost story. You don't oh, see any great film, love. man, isn't it? It's a great fucking film, isn't it? horrible. Do you know what I mean? But like that, that idea of how ghosts can work or even like say the stone tapes or something like that where inanimate objects or buildings themselves as energy is released from a killing or a murder or blah, 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 blah. It absorbs that energy and then just keeps repeating it out afterwards when there's other energy in the room. So it kind of like clarifies what you're trying to say. Videotapes. Yeah, videotape of that stone tape, yeah. I think maybe my lack of belief is kind of a hope really because I really hope that you know when you die you don't still kind of stay here yeah I, but I you totally know you're like, fuck just fuck off you don't want <laughs> to be away. yeah like but the idea that you could be stuck well that idea of the unfinished business and you're stuck here and aware that you're stuck here as well and, yeah. and, and seeing things and everything's changed like being in your old house and yeah, it's a fucking it family just kind of, yeah like purgatory I'm just going yeah. to fucking walk a bit bored <laughs> yeah, I think more that that fucking that thing of the the stone type or whatever it is. I think about it more that way. Like the thing, might, there's a the, we don't really know what time is. Well, we do know what time is, but everything's sort of happening at the same time anyway, and it's very. I look at it in the sense of hey, cats, animals, you know, dogs. They react to energy and stuff like that. They always react to fucking earthquakes before they happen because they. They can feel that fucking energy rise, that fucking thing that's really happening. And in the same way, we humans must kind of react then to that energy that has been stored in. If there's a energy that we produce, that they go, oh, fuck me, there's, there's something happening. People being in a room and say they feel dread or something. Or Yeah. It's never fucking, do you know what, it's never weird because... Never it's never happened. positive, is it? Never yeah. going to walk in a room and go, I feel fucking really happy. For no, do you know what I mean? With them ghosts, with that sort of stories, it's always like I walk in this room. Well, I think that, that's what it is. Like, well, the same psychology, but they turn it around like, with the psychics and mediums. So they use that to try and give you like comfort from dead ones. Same feeling. But it's, well, to, you know, if, it's, if this was a horror film, I'd be the one to get killed by the ghost because I don't believe it, but... And I love horror films, but like it just, you know, I think they would have, you know, figured it out by now. I know exactly what you mean. You know, I'm not sitting there saying there's ghosts, but there's probably, and this is probably a really loose and easy thing to say, but we know a lot less than we think we do, I think. Well, I know what you mean. Maybe not ghosts in the sense of fucking the spirits of dead people still roam the earth, because where's the, where are they sort of thing, basically? But also. There could be other things. Reality might not quite be what we fucking think it is. You know, like, what's the difference between a fucking dream and being awake? Mm. You know, there's that many un- unanswered fucking things, really. Well, I suppose we do know it's what that is. Sleeping. But, I mean, yeah, but, you know, I used to say this isn't a fucking, some this kind of fucking dream. dream. This isn't the dream and the actual dream's reality. Fuck yeah. me. Who knows? You're loving this, eh, Bob? For fuck's sake. <laughs> Who knows? Made you think that way. Anyway, <laughs> shall I tell this story about the fucking chippy? Let's go for it. I was in the fucking, this chippy I have from work. 
been a few years ago, this has, but I don't think I've told you, so I thought, fucking write it down while it popped in my head. <coughs> Every Thursday, fucking chippy night, met the list, me and my mate go over, fucking sad. Thursday on lights, about six o'clock, chippy night, here we go. Walked in the chippy once, and there was this woman there, and I recognised her, serving. And I think she used to work up the chippy up Scotland's, and I was, I'm convinced that's where I know her from, so I've walked in. You're right, love. You're right. She gave me a big smile. I thought she recognised her. I never knew her name, but I thought she just recognised my face from over the years because it's a small area. So she gave me a big smile. Smile. I went, how am you? I thought, yeah, we recognise each other. No, I'm sound. How are you? Oh, no, I'm good, I'm good. I said, you ain't working up Zara's no more. Then she went, nah, nah, I'm down here now. So I was. I did get the right one. Right. So on. I knew who she was. I went to, and how's working? Good jobs over there, either. I went, yeah, it's good, you know, bloody, bloody, blast and this and that. Bit more ch- chatter. Salt and vinegar love, yeah. Salt and vinegar has done, she's putting it on as they ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you've got no fucking jo- Salt and vinegar love, no choice. So she went, and she went, um, how's the baby? <laughs> I thought, oh, fuck. Who's the baby? How's the baby? And anybody who knows me knows, I ain't got kids. This was before... Lydia's baby was born as well, so it weren't like she was. She'd seen pictures on social media. How's the baby? I thought, oh fuck! I recognise her. She thinks she recognised me, but she thinks I'm somebody else. I thought at this point, we ever got to say, I ain't got kids. <laughs> Who do you think I am? <laughs> Which is going to be awkward <laughs> as fuck, or I can just get with it. <laughs> so I just went, ah, you know. Well, that she went, how old is he now? And I thought, oh, fuck, she really does think I'm someone else. And I've said, oh, you know, so now I'm willing. <laughs> so I've gone, oh, I can't remember, you know, they grow up that quick, darling. And I went, yeah, bless him, like that, and carried on. I thought, I, I, I've been in that chippy since because of him. Because I thought, if I go in again and she starts asking about him, I've got to completely yeah. go with it, aye, aye. Started school yet? Yeah. Well, I was thinking I'm going to have to go in and I think I'll have to kill him off or something. So she stops asking. <laughs> kill off your face. He's dead. God, it's even dead. really more confusing now, isn't it? Because your brother and you look quite similar, but since the Poundland stuff took off, he goes around and people think it's you, and he doesn't correct them, does he? No, he loves you. <laughs> so then Definitely. they come up and like, they have yeah, conversations oh, you've already hell. had. Yeah, the same again. It was in the post office, wore it. I told you when we was doing the t-shirts during the Euros, yeah. and I was taking the t-shirts up to be delivered, standing in the queue, and it, I just like, oh yeah, this is in better. There's about five, six people busy, and they're quite slow up there, to be fair. So, this bloke's in front, builders, ivies and that, turn around. How you doing? Big smile like that, nodding on it. All right, pal. And in my head, I'm thinking, you're recognising me from the videos or something like that. Or, I've met him in a fucking pub, because I can be pissed in a pub and meet people, and I've been on sessions with people, and I've never seen them again, and fucking... Forget that, I'm forgetful anyway, so I was like, I do, you know, sad, sad, and I thought, general chit-chat, we obviously know each other from somewhere, I've got to trust, he knows me, because my memory's fucking terrible, so I've got to, how's work? Sad, sad, we won't fucking, sad, we won't pass my pint in this fucking bloody blah, 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 he went, uh, how's the building? Which our, our Sam's a fucking bricklayer, oh fuck, but at this point again, I thought, hey, I'm going to tell him, because he's going to think, well, why the fuck are you talking to me like you know me then, if you don't know me? You know what I mean? But it's the polite thing to do. 
Sanjay, you know, if you know where it is and all that. And he kept on asking him for, for I think he gave me a hug on the way out. I think he hugged me on the way out. See you around, kid. And all that. And then I turned around, once I got to, I turned around. And God went, knows what secrets you told him. What secrets? <laughs> when you, it was your brother. Fuck knows what he was thinking about you. Yeah, it could be all sorts. Come fuck me. I turned around and there's two people behind me. There's a girl from, oh no, from the area, like a friend. She looked at me, she went, he don't have a fucking clue who you <laughs> was. I don't fucking know. I was going to say, no wonder your fucking memory's terrible. You've got to try and remember which people you are. Oh no. <laughs> who do you think I am? Jack, Gary or fucking, um, Jack, Gary or Sam. <laughs> we went into a pub in Wolverhampton once and uh, someone behind the bar like, fucking hell, Jack, did you work together on the poster as your old school friend or something? Where was it, pal? You and your dad went out. There was a guy behind the barn. You hadn't seen him since you Terry were... Terry Owen, yeah, it was from my very first job at the Double Glazing Factory. I got sacked four times from there somewhere. <laughs> four <laughs> times? Yeah. Properly fucking meeting up with someone you've only seen for years and then we went down the corridor and a guy came up and like wanted a selfie for the Poundland thing. So it's like, wow, we getting recognised as two different people. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you know, that was funny. That, that double glazing place, me one mate, used to make me fucking Eve. Cause you know me, I'm, I've got a tickly stomach with nails picking and fucking. Yeah. Fucking bloke at work picked his nails and ate it last year and I was fucking <laughs> threw up in the fucking bin. I nearly had a week off on the box, on the strength of it. This <laughs> <laughs> bloke, uh, the double glazing factory, we used to make the units and I was, I was getting sacked every week so I was just fucking useless and my head was in the clouds. And uh, we used to make the, so you've got two pieces of glass, you have a bar in the middle on the outside, you stick them together, that's your double glazing. Um, and he used to like, just fucking pick his nose, like, he got a big bogey on the end of his fucking finger, he used to make me sick, man. And he, used to, he would wipe it inside the windows and then seal oh, it together. <laughs> so you never, you never know it's lucky, but at some point, some cunts paid fucking eight grand to have the house to look like they've been cleaning the windows and they've clocked this bogey in the middle of the glass <laughs> like that trying to get it off what the fuck's this this is Waterloo Sunset by the Kinks by the Weird Arseholes Dirty old river must you keep rolling flowing into the night People so busy make me feel dizzy. Taxi light shines so bright, but I don't need no friends as long as I gaze on Waterloo sunset. I am in paradise. Every day I look at the world from my window But chilly, chilly is the evening time Waterloo sunset's fine Terry meets Julie, Waterloo Station Every Friday night but I am so lazy, don't want to wander I stay at home at night But I don't feel afraid 
As long as I gaze on Waterloo sunset, I am in paradise. Every day I look at the world from my window. But chilly, chilly is the evening time. Waterloo sunset's fine. End of. <laughs>